What's good? Hey, what's going on, man? It's your girl, Tampa Mystic. We are live on the Hype 87.3. We got the homie C. Ross checking in. What's good, brother? Oh, man, everything is so magnificent. Hey, listen, How about yourself? man, everything is good. It's, it's a beautiful day in the A, you know what I'm saying? No complaints. We got you on the line tonight. You are our special guest of the night. So without further ado, hey. man, go ahead and give us that official introduction. Let us know a little bit about who you are and where you're checking in from. Yeah, I go by the name of C. Ross. Um, you know, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia, but I'm in the, uh, the Atlanta region right now. I've been out here for like nine years, you know, still doing what it is that I do. Okay. You say you from Philly originally? Yes, ma'am. Man, big shit out of Philly, man. There's so much talent out there, and I got a couple personal partners. Big shit out to my brother, Neef Buck, one half of the Young Guns. That's my brother for one life right the there. Young yeah, man. Shout out, of course, Gilly. That's been my dog for a long time. And now we got C. Ross checking in. You dig? <laughs> hey, man, put me on the list. I, hey. Hey, that's what it's all about, bro. Well, listen, thank you for taking some time with us tonight. I'm excited to have you on the line. We're excited to have you in rotation over here at the hype man um but i really want people to get to know your journey because i know you've probably went through a lot of ups and downs and a little bit of in between to get where you're at in your music career right now so did you start doing music while you were still in philly yeah i was doing music when i was in philly um at that time i was under another name um you know i did a lot a lot of work out there i mean actually i did a lot of work here i, I was out here when uh camouflage was alive and he had cut friends oh okay um, okay yeah that's yeah, that, that, so that's you, real you, got, you got to be from here to know that <laughs> the real seaport right it's the pot <laughs> yeah so you know I, I've, been, I've been doing music pretty much all my life and um you know like i said i did a lot of a lot of things out here Man. um you know, it's just it's just in me. It's in my vein. Listen, I know that's right. Would you say that, um, you know, when you was young, that was a passion of yours, or did you ever desire to do something different before music became that passion? Um, it became it was, it was my passion when I was young because you know um, that's all that was playing in the in, in the house. You know, we had we had the oldies, we had the Stevie Wonder's and Michael Jackson. Uh, my stepfather was a was a big jazz fan, so he had had a lot of jazz going on. So it just inspired me, and um, you know, I used to produce as well too. So I used to take keyboards, uh, piano lessons, and, and, and drums, and it, it just was part of me. Wow! So were you playing instruments before you became an artist? Yeah, I was. That's dope. Do you still actively play any? Nah, but I'm sure if, if, if I if I get on it, it, it take me a little bit and some laughter, but uh, <laughs> I get it back. <laughs> it's like riding a bike, right? You get right back on. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's right, man. So listen, um, you know, for the people that are tuned in, tapped in, we appreciate everybody checking us out tonight. We got the homie C Ross checking in. You know, uh, native of Philly, but out here in Georgia now doing big things. Um, we're excited to have you here. So let's talk a little bit about along your journey to get to where you're at now um what are some of the things that you've done or you you know you've been working on to really like make sure that your music is getting out there you're here with us tonight so definitely grateful for that but what else you got going on um well that that actual record that i gave you um the unconditional record kind of sat on that record for like two years i recorded that record actually it may have been a little bit more than two years it was about like 2018 um, at the time I had dropped another, another record on Spotify and just let it go and then, um, seeing what it did and it, and it did pretty good. Um, but this time around it was like, okay, we're going to do this. 
you know, we're going to do it right this time. We're going to make sure that, you know, our I's are dotted and T's across, and we're going to make sure that it's going to impact. Um, I don't like to just do for the moment records. You know, my, my record's got to have some type of impact. It's got it's got to motivate you because I want to. It's just like it's just like a old, old older song. If you hear it and you hadn't heard it in a while, it, it's flashing back to that point when you first heard that song, and you always remember that moment in time. And that's what I like to create. I want to create that experience. Yeah, absolutely. When you make timeless records, you can re-release it or you can continue to push it for a long time and people aren't going to get tired of hearing it because it's going to stay relevant sounding. Exactly. And that's what I want. I always think, you know, I think from the artist's perspective and then I think from the consumer's perspective, what I want, what I hear this song 20 years from now. Right. Will I be sitting at a barbecue and this song come on for 20 years from now? And, and if, if I don't feel that way, I won't do it. Nah, for real. You always, anytime you put music out or, you know, if you're a, a, you create a new product or something or or merchandise, you have clothing, you got to always put yourself in the consumer's shoes to say, okay, if I was the consumer, would I buy this? Would I buy into this? Would I listen to this? So you are absolutely correct, man. That's dope. Uh, Along your journey, man, you know, talk to us about what has been probably like that biggest struggle or obstacle that you had to overcome within this music business, if you don't mind sharing. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I, I dealt with some labels before <laughs> and, you know, things didn't go exactly as as planned. Um, I had to get out of the, the, the mode of waiting on your friends to support you. So once I got out, out of that mode there and say, look, I'm going to do this, you know, we, we know that it's a bigger market than just your neighborhood. So if someone else going to give you a chance out there, roll with it then everybody else come behind later on once you're in there you know i dealt with a lot of people that that have one foot in in case you make it and one foot out in case they in case you don't dealt with that you know and i had to kind of cut that off you know listen listen i know exactly what you mean <laughs> bro like you just hit home with me i felt that to my heart <laughs> because yeah, i'm telling you man it's it, 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 it's crazy out here, you know. You you have a people say oh, they support you, you know, but they have a motive behind that, you know. Absolutely. Um, if you're gonna support me, support me, you know. Let's let's go out here and do it, you know. I always said, you know, if you're not if you're not crawling with me when I'm walking, don't try to jog with me when I'm running. Hey, that's big facts, man. I I feel you on that because it seems like sometimes we get more support from the outside than we do on the inside, and you would think. It would be the opposite way, but it is what it is. I I don't know. Maybe some people that are close to us may not see the vision where we do, and they just don't want to jump on board until they see it actually work out. But that's all good. Not everybody's meant or intended to come on our journey with us. It's not personal. It's business. Everybody is not allowed to sit in front row. You got to put some folks in the balcony. (laughs) I know that's right. That balcony big. Y'all going over there. (laughs) Yeah, it's huge. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. Well, let's take it to the opposite side. You know, this this business, I love it. You love it. You know, this is our passion. This is what we do. We eat, breathe this music business. What's been one of the major highlight moments for you so far? Um... Man, I, I think my my biggest highlight um, is probably when I got a chance to perform with Run DMC when Dan Mr. J was alive. Ooh. Um, you know, that was very, very special. We was at uh, Temple University College. 
Um, I'm also one of the first rap artists to ever perform at the uh, the Philadelphia Jazz Club. Club. Um, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's been a journey. I, I, I mean, I, I had chances of meeting people that are successful to platinum and Grammy artists before they got to that point. Yes. You know, they might not look back, but, you know, I was there in that, in that moment in time. Um, so it's, it's a slot that came with this. Man, I feel you on that, too. I'm I'm the type of person that I really like to touch people's careers before they make it big. I want to be a part of your journey. I want to support you right. on the way up. That's why I work with so many independent artists, because I love the journey. I love being a part of it. When you got to perform a Run DMC, did, what did they perform? Walk This Way is tricky. What did they perform? Oh, <laughs> listen, they, they ran through some hits, you know, <laughs> some hits. And when, when what was so special about that moment, they took the time, they took time out and said, "Hey, you you wanted something, and you know, and that that made me feel good, yeah. Because I'm a fan fan of you, you know. And then you telling me that I'm going in the right direction that that did everything for me. Absolutely. And those are the type of people that you want to keep around you, people that have already seen success and they're continuing to see success because they're going to be able to drop those gems on you and they're motivational. Right. So along the journey, let's pay homage real quick. It's always important for us to show some love to people that may have motivated us or encouraged us. Sounds like Run DMC is definitely some of them guys who's done that for you. Who else? Who else has really like supported the movement and really show, been showing you love and supported you? Well, I mean, my wife, you know, my, my biggest fan, you know, my, my kids, um, you know, my friends back home. You know, it's, just, it's been a lot of folks that, that came um, that, that supported me. I mean, I got people that still support me that I'm still been friends with since I was in sixth grade. Wow, that's so that dope. tell you, it's not it's not that that many. You know, I can count on one hand. But <laughs> you know that that there, you some you you have to have that that you know that that genuine people to keep you grounded around you. Absolutely. Um, you know, you don't want to have yes men around you. If, if if I don't have people around me to say, you know, see Ross, that that's not it. You know, that I don't think that's a good look or, or something like that. Then you know, you always telling me, yeah, that's going to work. That's going to work. Or that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. You know. Then we got a problem. Then. That's right. You Absolutely. know. And then me, I don't like to take no for an answer. If you tell me something ain't gonna work, then let's sit down. And, and Steve Harvey said it one time. He said, if you have people in a room with you and they always tell you that things is not going to work, then flip flip it around and and, and figure out how it's going to work. Facts. You know, nothing is impossible. Listen, I agree on that. And and Steve Harvey is one of my heroes, man. Like that dude is so dope. I think he even talked to I, I've been seeing it go around on social media as of lately that he doesn't that he don't have a college degree and look how successful he is. That's yeah. my hero right it's there. A, it's a lot of it's a lot of people out here. I, I, I know some folks that don't have a high school diploma that are successful. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that we're saying you don't need an education. <laughs> right. You, know you do. I'm not going to put the disclaimer there. Yeah, now. don't get it twisted, y'all. <laughs> I don't want nobody to say. They said, they I don't said, have to go to school. Yeah. No, that's not what I said. Facts. That's not what I said. Facts. Things are for, you know, for the, things ain't for everybody. But, you know, education is very important. It is. Um, And I think that as he got got more into his prom you know he had people around him that were educated that had 
college uh, degrees and stuff. So he was able to learn off of them. Yes, absolutely. And that's what it's all about is just surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, what is, you know, I know you said that, you know, being around the right people is keeping you grounded. What really outside of the support that you have around you, what's keeping you focused? Uh, pretty much me. It's like knowing what I want. Um, you know, God, first and foremost, <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, he knows what I, what I need and, um, he knows what I want. So, you know, being true to him, you know, allows me to continue to be true to myself. Um, but when, you know, when I approach projects, I already know what I want. I already know how I want it to end. And, and it's like, nobody's going to tell me no. If, if I got my mind set on something, I'm lasered in. This is what it's going to be. And, you know, and I make the best out of it. Yeah, absolutely. So when you put your music out, I know you said you've been pushing this unconditional record for a while, whether it be this song or any other music that you have out there. Any of our listeners, when they hear your music for the first time or anybody out there, when they hear your music for the first time, what do you really want them to get from it? Um. Well, the, the unconditional record pretty much only been out for about uh, eight days now. Um, and this made a big impact that I that I feel. Um, but when I what I want people to get from my music, I want them to have something that speaks to them. Um, you know, I consider myself the voice voice of people that have something to say but don't know how to say it or won't say it. Um, I just want to put you in that place to say, okay, he went through this. It's I can make it. What he what he's telling me that he overcame I can make it. You know, he's, he's showing me a way out. I want them to feel it and, and be in a position to say, you know, I got my motivation for the day. Yes, absolutely. What is the current scene like in your city? Let's keep it all the way, G, for artists on the rise. Is there a lot of platforms? Is there opportunities? Talk to us. Um, There's a lot of opportunities out there. I think the problem is, you know, a lot of new artists, they come out and then they think that if they put a song on Spotify or the platforms, that's it. It's going to blow up. <laughs> um, they they don't understand the promo part of it. You know, they see all the glitz and the glitter. They don't know what goes on behind the scenes, what, you know, what happens behind it. Because, I mean, it, it gets stressful. Yes. And it gets costly. Um, you know, I, I've seen some videos that they had up there, you know, the guy from QC talking about how much it costs to break a record. And, yeah. you know... A lot of us don't have two hundred thousand. Facts. So you know, if you don't have two hundred thousand dollars, well, what is your next move? You need to get out here. You need to start networking, start building relationships, and you know, and then see what you can get from there. Um, but it's, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, so I've, I've known a lot of people that sat on hit records, and because they didn't do what they were supposed to do, they never got heard. That's right. Absolutely. And you know, one thing I've learned through my journey in not just in music, but in life period is that relationships, like you said, getting out there, building relationships will put you in places that money cannot. Right. And that's facts because there's people that I want to deal with just off of the fact that I think they're such a dope person. We can get to the money later or we can, we can make money together. But on the opposite side of that, I've had people come to me who got a lot of money, but they just have really bad energy. I don't want to deal with them. So I'll yeah, take, the, the, the energy, the energy not to cut you off. Yeah, the energy no, you is bad because they, they feel like because they have a lot of money, 
they they control the area. Right. You know, you don't control the area because you have a lot of money. Right. Because someone that has a hustler's ambition might not have the same amount of money that you have to sit in a room with you and create ideas faster than you. Facts. Absolutely. You know, I, had, I had a guy ask me one time. He said, um, he said, if you if if you was going for an accounting job and you didn't have um, a degree and you was going up against somebody with a degree and it, and, the, and the corporation was looking for somebody to do something and he asked that the person that has the college degree what's two plus two and of course the answer is four and then he asked the person without the college degree what's two plus two and he says whatever you want the number to be who do you think we hire right right absolutely <laughs> you know and people don't think that deep people think that yeah okay cash is king you know uh at one point in time, you know, well, we'll say credit is king now. At one point in time, it was cash. Now it's credit. Yeah, it was cash. Now it's credit. Now yeah. it's credit. You got to your credit right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get your credit, especially if you're building a business. But you're absolutely right. You know, I'm I'm just really big on energy. I'm big on positive vibes. And I'm big on building those relationships with people, you know. And, and you know, being a part of their journey on the rise. So, um, with that being said, you know, let's talk a little bit about the music business because you've been doing this for a while, right? Let's, right. let's take it back, you know, throughout your music career, if you could go back and change anything, would you? You know what? Honestly, I wouldn't. Um, because if, if I had, if I had went back and, and changed something with my music, I probably wouldn't be here on, on the air with you right now. Um, because, you know, I wasn't living right, Yeah. you know, and the stuff that I was rapping about wasn't right. Yeah. You know, I have to have substance in my music. I can't just put anything out there. You know, I, I don't want to hear a bunch of songs. If I'm, if I'm trying to have a, a, a relaxed day and then I'm hearing something that makes me want to go get somebody inside the head, I can't, I have to stop doing that. So I had to change my, uh, projection of what, what it is that I wanted to do. Yeah. And, what I want to do is be able to touch people. You, you ne you're never going to satisfy everybody, but, you know, you, you might have that one that might be going through something. And, he say, you know, he may be ready to sit there to get ready to take his life. But that song may come on on the radio and he say, wait a minute, hold on. What is he saying? And he, he take notice of, of what's going on and it might change his life. Yes, absolutely correct, because we all have music that brings us back to a certain moment or a certain time in our life, or maybe got us through a certain situation. Music is that universal language. Yeah, it, it is. It is like certain songs that I hear that I hadn't heard in years. Like I said, in the beginning, it, it automatically puts you back into that time. You know exactly what you had on, you know what time <laughs> of the day it was when that song came on, and you know what the mood was around you when that song came on. Man, that's big facts. Like I can I can tell you exactly what I was doing when they announced it on the radio that Tupac died. I was at getting my car detailed and I cried. <laughs> I can I can tell you that too. Well, you know, I'm 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 on the um uh, set the bus and chili crying. <laughs> but you know that that artist you know, that's how much impact that artist had. Yes. You know, Tupac, you know, had had that impact on you. Thanks. And, you know, I felt like I knew him personally from being, you know, listening to, to his music. Yes. So when he did die, yes. You know, same thing with DMX. When DMX had passed, you yes. know, everybody that was able to, to fill him, they cried. You know, your emotion is attached to something. That's right. Absolutely. Because, you know, again, like you said, we almost feel like we know them because we've, 
been a part of their journey for a long time, yeah. listening to their music for a long time. Now, let me let's talk about this for a minute, because we're talking about some legendary artists who really made an impact. These guys were out, you know, back in from the 90s, you know, on up, right? The 90s on up, yeah. And the younger generation today who wasn't even probably born or barely born at that time still know who these guys are because they made such an impact on music. Now we fast forward to like, we'll say 2021, 2022. Some of these young artists are coming out and it's not to throw no shade to you guys. Cause I love y'all, but, <laughs> but <laughs> they're, you know, a lot of their music is going to be like that one hit wonder. It's going to come and go. It's going to go as quickly as it came. They're only social media famous. Um, let's talk about that for a minute because I come from a generation of where when I first got in this music business, Instagram didn't exist, right? It, it was not in existence. Right. We were out putting flyers on cars at two in the morning and hanging up posters and, you know, really like out there in the streets grinding. Um, what do you call it? Spiking? Yeah, or guerrilla marketing. I don't know. Like, but that's that's what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? And I really don't think that type of marketing style is necessarily dead, but these the younger generation feel like all they got to do is just post on social media. Like you said earlier, or post on uh, Spotify and they're going to blow up. If you, if you could sit down and mentor with one of these youngins, you know, an artist at 17, 18 years old, what would you tell them? I, I would tell them, you know, okay, you, you got that song. It, 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 it's, it's okay. Okay. You got like 18,000 people. It's okay. <laughs> but, how, how many of those 18,000 people is going to purchase your album? Mm. How many of those 18,000 people are going to be with you if you put a song out and it doesn't do well? Mm. Because we, we, we grow up into, you know, where social media is practically raising our children. Let's be honest about it. Yes. Social media, TikTok, you know, Instagram, you know, they, they deal with the numbers. If they don't get a certain amount of likes, you know, they get heartbroken. Totally agree. Which damage a child. Yes. Um, you know, me, what you said, you, you said you don't think that the way we used to do it is, is actually dead. It's, it's not because that's how I approach people. Yeah. Because if I can't get out here to touch people to promote my music, how am I going to touch them when I do blow? If Absolutely. I do sell a million bucks. You're going to freeze um, up. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna freeze up. So, you know, you, you have, like I said, I don't, I don't knock anybody. I, I, I respect people hustle. You know, you got a lot of these young kids that will out hustle. But yeah. we all know. You know they're 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 given a lot of money because of the fact that you know of what they're talking about and they're they're able to sell the bounce. Yes. So when 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 the record label's giving that money, I, I said that I'm gonna tell you something. I looked at it. I looked at a record deal that, that I had received recently, and in that record deal, it had they had the right to take out life insurance on you. What? So that means they taking life insurance out on these artists that they know. That have gang affiliation, yes. and that that be in, in beef where they can lose their life because they're going to make their money back off you regardless. So if they gave you twenty million dollars because off off the buzz that you have as far as your social media, because they they looking at the numbers that you have, they're going to make their money back if someone kills you. Nah, for real. But why would you want to be that? You, you know, you have you have these kids are are, are brainwashed into thinking being placed on a shirt in memory of. It's something cool. Man. It's something cool. You can't think nothing past that. Absolutely. It's so final. Death is final. And, and, you know, this music business should not be a death sentence. And sadly, we're, there's so many 
young men out here and it's majority of the fellas that are either getting incarcerated or losing their lives when they're just hitting their peak or at their peak in their career and it just it saddens me to see that they're going through this stuff it, it's like whatever you doing it will eventually catch up with you if you eating bad it's going to catch up, up to you, you it's period like, it's like it's like you know you can get to a, 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 a position where you know change your life something that you did that was bad five, six, seven years ago, they come back for you after you don't made it. You know, they'll give us the money, but they're not going to give us the power. But they'll, they'll give us the money. And even like, you know, it music changed so much. Let's think about when the ringtones came out. When the ringtones came out, all the artists was able to sell their music off ringtones and make five to $10 million that didn't even sell a lot of records. Right. So once the record company found that out, they said, wait a minute, hold on. They're, they're getting money off the side here, and we're not getting that. And then that's when it came to 360 bills. Yes. So now we're going to use your likeness and your brand for whatever we want to use it for. And we're going, and we're going to move, and we're going to, we're going to make the money off of that. You know, the best the, the record, record labels, when they give you $20 million, is a big loan. That money has to be paid back before you recoup anything. Facts. Before you get anything, you that money has to be paid back. And if you have a team that are associated with other artists and they come over to be your manager, your role manager, stuff, they got to be paid. <laughs> Songwriters, producers, they got to be paid before you get anything. That's right. That so is absolutely you, right. Yeah. So you're going to be going in debt if you if you don't have your business right. Mm. You talking powerful right now. People need to tune in and listen and really understand because, you know, I'm not an artist, but I do other stuff in a business. I do a, like a lot of artist events. And that's what I explain to these artists. Everybody else eats before I do. And it's my event. I got to make sure DJs yep. pay. Everybody else eats before you do. Yep. Security's security paid. Security has to be paid. All these yeah. folks before. The caterers have to be paid. All that. Like, and then, <laughs> by, and then by, you, you, you can look at what you gross. But you know, it's always based behind our networks, but they always <laughs> want to go on about how much you grow. Right, exactly. <laughs> how to make that money. <laughs> right, I, facts. Everybody else probably made more than I did, shoot. <laughs> yeah. I totally get it. So let me ask you this. Is there a particular time of the day that's your favorite time to actually create? Uh, some people wake up in the morning and they're ready to go and get in the studio. Some people enjoy those late night vibes. What is it for you? Me, I create my sleep. Mm. With you. Okay. Um, I think that I'm I'm seasoned enough. Um, I think motivation is everything for me. Like I can be riding somewhere, I can be walking somewhere, I could be in the market, and, and a, a song may come on, and and I'm like, oh, that's catchy, and I start creating from there. Um, I haven't I haven't wrote since like the the 90s, but you know I create on the fly, and you know it's just like whatever that that I'm feeling at that moment. And I love that because whatever you're feeling in that moment, you can't get that same exact feeling back. So it's like, if you feel in a certain way right now, you got to go create it right now, if possible. Yep. Because your emotions yep. change day to day, sometimes hour to hour. Do you have a creative space in your home? That way, if you want to, you know, just get away a little bit and go right. Or even if you want to record, do you have a space in your house? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, you know, I got I got my studio set up in the uh in the living room, and you know, and I'll I'll get over in there and I'll do something. Um, but you know, sometimes I'll have a I have an idea and I'll, I'll sit on it for about a week and see if I remember it. If I remember it after a week, 
and that's the one we're recording. Yeah, I, I've I've had stuff that I created in in, in my dreams, and I, and I'm like, it's some of the best stuff that's ever been created, and I might not remember none of it. Some of it I may I may remember, and I, if I do remember, okay, this is this is this is what it is. I, I sat on it for a week, I didn't record it, and I remember everything that I said from a week ago. This is the one right here. Mm, absolutely. If it sticks with you, then you know it's the one. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I I was brought up, you know, and was taught that studio time is not for playtime. No, so time I don't is I don't play with that. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't play with that. So if, if I'm going somewhere, it's it's the song means something that I'm getting ready to record. I'm not just gonna go in there and just record anything. Um, I'm not gonna like everything because you want me to feature be featured on your song. If, if I'm not feeling it. It's not going to work. Absolutely. So what would you say is your ideal work environment when you are in the studio? Um, when I go usually go to the studio, it's nobody in there. Uh, just me and the engineer. Um, if you are in there, you are going to, you're either doing a hook or you're going to be on this song. Or other than that, it's, there's nobody in there. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why that is because I have a, I have a certain recording technique. Um, so and it and it works for me. So you know you don't want to give everybody ideas uh, because they're, they're your competition. So you don't definitely don't want them you know to, to figure out what it is you're doing and competing against you. So you know it's just be an engineer. Absolutely. Well, I think not only that too is you know it can become a distraction if you have a bunch of people just hanging out and drinking and smoking and chilling and uh, you know talking uh, ain't, ain't none of that going it, on. <laughs> it, it becomes a major distraction it could throw you out it of your does. element you know yeah it, it, it does i mean because you can be in a space where your cadence is going to be crazy yeah and then something goes on on the outside might still something you're in the studio this equipment costs millions of dollars yes now you know now you don't really threw me off <laughs> you know nah i'm with you like you know when i have clients that come through my studio and i do interviews I honestly feel like my best interviews are when it's just a one-on-one situation. You know, like I always tell them, don't bring more than two people with you, but sometimes they bring three, four people and it's like, eh, it's cool, but it comes a little bit of a distraction. I feel like I get my best work when it's just me and and that one person one-on-one. So I'm totally with you on that. Like, you know, keep it to a minimum. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So in the last, you know, couple years, I know we've been through some crazy times, you know, shout out to COVID. We don't like you whatsoever um the <laughs> pandemic has been crazy what have you been doing you know through this time you know i know you're still creating and stuff but you know as an artist it could have it could be tough because you know a lot of stuff shut down what did you do to keep yourself busy through that time well i own a couple businesses um own a remodeling business and then we also own a restaurant where okay. we make our original oh. cheese sticks 215 but um when the pandemic hit um, I made a lot of money during the pandemic because people were home now yeah. and things that they wanted to get done in their home, you know, they was able to take care of it. They got tired of seeing it. Um, and you know, a lot of insurance <laughs> jobs, um, you know, so I guess I consider myself an essential worker. Yeah. That's, um, that's a know, blessing. Um, a lot of lawn care, um, with my, with my, with my pastor, he has a, a lawn care business. So I did a lot of stuff with him. Um, but yeah, I, I kept busy. You know, I, like I said, even doing that, that time I was still still um, creating as I went. But, you know, it was always something going on. You definitely have to have more than one income. You got to have 
source of uh, streams of income. You Absolutely. Know? Even with music, you know, when, when these record labels want to give you deals and stuff, they're looking at, well, how can we market you that, that we're going to maximize our money? Absolutely. You know, a lot of money don't come from music. You know, it comes from merchandising, um, you know, maybe movies and stuff. So they, they're looking at to see how much, how they're going to maximize their on their, on their investment. So you got to have a lot of things going on for you. Right, right. You People... They're not going to want to work with you unless they know you're an asset. They don't want to work with you if you're a liability. <laughs> and that's just facts. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> Have you, um, as of lately, I know you just got this record that we're going to check out here in a few minutes, Unconditional. But what about full projects, whether it's an EP or an album? Is that something that you're either working on or have recently started putting together? Well, right now, I have probably about two to three albums ready to go. Um, you know, for me, music is timing. Um, like I said, you know, it's, it's that moment, you know, I don't want to just put anything out there prematurely and, and then it doesn't hit when it's supposed to hit. Um, so I, I do have enough music out there. We, you know, we, we put out a couple of singles. Uh, I think I probably got probably about maybe three or four singles that's on, on all platforms now. But as we go on, you know, leading from the unconditional record, I had put out a record before that. It was uh, called the Spirit Led Thing, which was a, um, a theme song that I created for my uh, church, which had did a, a nice amount of numbers. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm ready. You know, like I said, I have, I have two, re- two albums ready to go. Um, you know, a couple songs need to be mixed and mastered. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm loaded. Got some music in the boat. <laughs> yeah, I'm loaded. So let me ask you this. Have you ever tapped in or tried to dive into other genres of music or does that interest you at all? Um, honestly, I don't, I don't know what it would have, what would it be? Now I can, I can sit on the side and I can help someone craft something in another vagina, but it's made, it's not just for me, you know, it might not be something that I can do. Um, you know, cause I, I you know, I worked, um, on a promo with one of the, um, jazz artists, uh, the white Scott, you know, he's, He's uh, up and coming and he's, he's doing big things. You know, I assist with that, you know, making sure that, you know, his business is right on his side. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not something that I probably will play for myself. Like I said, I mean, if, if someone, if a jazz artist came to me and said, I need you on a song, I'm versatile. I'm on I know that's um, right. But it's not something that, you know, I'll create. I create. I mean, I don't have no old bowl of food in here. I'm going to get busy in here. Anything like that. But, I mean, look. <laughs> I, I if, if I feel it, it could be rock. If I feel it, I'm, I'm on it. You know, um, I'm on it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that it's it, it's a record, not just an idea. Yes. When I'm finished, um, you know. So yeah, I can I can touch on a lot of things, but no, nah, I won't be in here. You know, saying <laughs> I, I can't carry a note. So you ain't gonna see me doing no R and B, but I can write R and B songs. There you but, go. You know, it's not. You're gonna be gonna hear me singing. Um, you know, like I said, I have a lot of ideas. You know, someone sits with me and I say, okay, you can craft it this way, you craft it that way. We can do this. But as far as me, nah, we ain't doing that. I'm, I stay in my lane. <laughs> I know that's right, but that's dope though that you know you you're willing to and open to working with other artists from different genres because at the end of the day, music is music, even though it's different genres. Like you know you still got to market it. You still got to promote it. That's one of the biggest things, you know, especially with the younger generation. And I, I know these youngins probably think I'm throwing shade. I'm not, I just do it to educate them because this is what I love to do. You know, you can have the great music, but you got to put marketing and promo behind it. 
period, point you blank. You got to. They're, they're, just look at it like this. If you look at every generation that came and every child two years old, why is it that they know who Michael Jackson is? Right, absolutely. You know, why is it that they know that when they see that golden arch that's next down when they're two years old? Right. Is so that, that because of, of the branding. The branding. You know, these, I, I've seen some. I've seen some one one year old, two year old that that knew Michael Jackson songs, and I knew Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> and you talking about an artist that that was deceased for almost for almost close to well, no, at least fifteen years. Wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute because time flies. I do know it was on June 25th. I know his death day. It was June 25th. I just don't remember what year. (laughs) Yeah, and they they know they know his songs. So why wouldn't you want to be an artist like that, where everybody knows your songs for generations to come? You know, but we got a lot of people. They want that for the moment. Oh, it's rocking for the moment. Okay, okay. You you got you got your good spin for seven days. Now they off to the next. <laughs> so now, now what you going to do? Absolutely. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. So let's talk about, you know, in this next, we'll say 12 months. If we could fast forward one year from now, what are we going to catch C-Ross doing? Oh, uh, hopefully torn. Hopefully torn. Um, if, we, if, if I'm able, able to tour, they're going to be talking about that show for the next two, two to five years. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm one of those artists that can perform with a band. So that's that's also um, important to me, too. Can I perform with a band? If you just got stuff and you're, you're rapping over your words and, and all that stuff, that's not doing anything for the artist because you sound like you're yelling at the, at that, not doing anything for the audience. You sound like you're yelling at the audience. <laughs> right. But if, if, I can go, if I can go in there and I can perform with a band, I'm an artist. I'm yeah. not just a rapper. I'm a, I'm a passive rapper. I'm an artist. Yes. And that's what a lot of a lot of the young ones they don't understand. You, you know, you gotta you gotta put yourself in a position where people are going to want to spend two two hundred and fifty dollars to three hundred dollars for your show. You know, you think Jay Z and Beyonce are getting that money for tickets because they they they, they do what they do? No, they have a show. You ever have to have to have showmanship? They can perform with a band. That's right. Nas did did the, uh, the Illmatic with the uh, the orchestra. Yes. You know how many artists that come out in the in the last in the last ten years outside of Kendrick and on and, and, um, J Cole and maybe Drake um, can do that. That's right. Absolutely, you're absolutely correct. I can't really name, but maybe a, a handful of them, and that's that's absolutely right. They barely can get on stage and perform. Period. <laughs> Let alone. I, I've been. I, listen, I've been to some shows for some <laughs> other radio stations, and and I mean, they got they got the whole vocal track in the background, and you sound like you're yelling at me. Why are you yelling at me? Yes. If I cannot hear you without your vocals in there, I don't know how good of an artist you are. That's right. That's right. Or a lot of them when they do just rap over the instrumental they don't sound anything like what we're hearing anything on the radio like that. because like, they, do, that? They, 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 no, they don't sound nothing like that <laughs> oh. but, I, but trust me i sound like my albums hey. when, I, when i come in there i sound like my albums i'm not muffled i, I have good mic etiquette you know i sound like my albums when i come in there he would have to probably look over at the DJ like, yo, is he playing? Is he lip syncing? Right. What is he doing? Is that really? But him? you know, it's this stuff that you know we do. We do a little different. You know that that you know that this this is serious. You know, 
Absolutely. Um, you know, and that and that there, you know, performance is very important to me. You know, how, how am I going to sound? You know, I work for um, a live recording um, sound um, company for a long time. Um, you know, and I learned a lot of you things. You learned a lot. That. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And that's dope when you got that type of background because it really can help you in your own music when you're around certain situations. And I think that's important. You know, if you still work a job or you own a business outside of this music, it's really cool if something within that business, even if you own a food business, you learn proper etiquette on how to deal with people which can help you right. within this music business so right. you learn tech. yeah so you have to take that from your other areas of life and apply it to this music business um does does c ross freestyle at all uh, a little bit you know from time to time you <laughs> dabble dibble and dabble <laughs> yeah, i mean I, I do you know I, you know. We'll get we'll get you on the next show and we'll we'll, we'll put you on here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get me on the next show. I, you know, I mean, I, I do. I, well, say, my, my, voice, my voice is kind of crazy right now. I won't be sounding crazy out here, but yeah, I, I do the thrill though. Okay. You get me on the next show. You. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hour, if you want to. <laughs> you know. That's dope, man. Well, listen, we're going to get into this record. Before we do that, there's a couple things we got to do, uh, social media and all that. But before we get into that, there's a lot of people that are tuned in supporting you right now. What do you want to say to them? Oh, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you supporting me. I love every every each one of you, uh, even the ones that are just tuning in just to see if I'm doing this for real. <laughs> I appreciate you as well. Um Let's let's keep pushing the numbers up there. Let's get on top. You know, let's let's make a statement with this music right here. Um, let's make sure that you know we have something for our age group that we're going to hear twenty years from now. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, before we check out the record, uh, make sure everybody knows where they can follow you and keep up with you on all your social platforms. If you have a website, your YouTube, wherever you're available. Um, the social media. Is um, Instagram is, is C dot Ross R O S S Music two one five. Um, I have another one that is uh, Mad M E D D underscore Rain R E I G N uh, underscore two one A E N T two one five on Instagram, and the music is on all platforms. It's just type in C Ross uh, Unconditional in the Google search and. I got a whole page to come up now, so I guess the algorithm is working. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> um, anybody in particular that you just want to take a moment to to shout out and say hello to, and you know, personally thank them for supporting you? Um, definitely. Uh, like I said, I want to send a shout out to uh, my spirit led family worship center uh, crew. Uh, but, you know, great, great church, great church. Um, great following of uh pastor um, john collier um i think the white scott i talked about him the um uh, the indie uh, jazz musician that's on there he should be checking in uh, my wife my kids uh, my grandkids um you know see knows all my people from philly my people's Allen Lee. you know everybody that's checked in my family Absolutely. When I appreciate everybody that took the time to tap in tonight, one thing I can tell you about this music business, one of the hardest things 
to do is to get people to support you. I don't know why, but I guess maybe people got busy lives and things going on. So anybody that took a few minutes of their time tonight to check out this interview with C. Ross, thank you guys. Uh, you know, tuned into the Hype 87.3 with your girl Tampa Mystic right here. It is the industry's most wanted podcast, 12 years running. So my last question that I'm going to ask you before we get into this song, we are live and direct right here on the industry's most wanted podcast with okay. C. Ross. So, the most important question of the whole night. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. I also want to um, thank you for allowing me to be here. Of course. Listen, if you ever come to Atlanta, please let me know. I've got a studio. You could come by and we could vibe out. That would be amazing. Okay. Let's say no more. Yes, that would be amazing. Um, so, my last question before we check out this record. What makes C. Ross the industry's most wanted? Uh, what makes me the industry most wanted is the fact that I'm going to have those songs that's going to grab everybody. And we're going to make sure we make an impact when we release those songs. Timeless. He bringing all the pressure. <laughs> hey, I, this is competition. You know, like I said, this is competition. Nah, for real. Absolutely. I respect everything you got going on. I can tell that you and I are definitely on the same page with a lot of st stuff within this music business. Um, it's your passion, which your passion will lead you to your purpose, which is to, you know, help other people through your music. Yes, that's what I want to do. Yes. You know, like I said, we're going we, we gonna to make them dance, too. Uh, we ain't going to forget about that. We're going to make them dance. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely well listen we're about to check out this record called unconditional tell us who produced it uh this record has been produced by tom jones uh which is the same artist that is on the hook absolutely and how did you guys link up um i actually found tom jones i was um on a couple sites that i was you know looking for some producers and like I said, I found that record. And when I when I found that unconditional track, it just spoke to me. And I said, you know, I got to pay for this right now. But, you know, you know, everybody pays, pays for track stuff. And then um, I, when I when I got it, I automatically started creating to it. You know, it, it, it touched me in, in, in that moment. Yes, that is amazing. You got your business all the way together. My job. <laughs> hey, I'm trying, I'm trying. No, you doing. Take that word try out your vocabulary. You doing. <laughs> you right. Well, we're we going to X that out. I'm doing. There you go. It feels better when you say it like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing. I know that's right. Well, listen, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the line tonight. We are about to get into this record, though, so I need you to go ahead and give us that really dope C. Ross kind of introduction to the record. Hey, listen, guys. I know they got their songs, they got their Jasmine Sullivan's, and they got their um, Noli Fiona's. But this one right here, this is for us. We got our side too. Let's get into it. This is our C. Ross, Unconditional, produced by Tone Jones and Future Tone Jones, right here on 87.3. Hey, let's go. You're locked in on the industry's most wanted show with Tampa Mystic on the Hype 87.3. Yeah, 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 yeah
sitting on But all I want is love unconditional Love unconditional I don't deserve it, no But it would be worth it all All I want is love unconditional Love unconditional I know how it is You're the man of the house Arguments with the spouse Cause your pocket's on drought These past dudes keep piling up And the more you try It still feels like you're messing up It's like my life moving slow-mo When she jab me with them low blows I don't wanna argue Can we try to be cordial But end up with the silent treatment If I say I love you, I mean it But yet I feel so defeated Maybe it's me, maybe I'm misunderstood All the pain I ever caused I'll take it back if I could Everything that I do, I do it for us I go to war with the world So you can live your life plush But lately you've been more distant It's like you here and I'm here And it still feels like one of us is missing Like I'm running the race I'm not destined to win Mentally exhausted before the drama no, begins No, I'm not perfect, no Made my mistakes and no all I want is love and I wish you could see what I see when I open my eyes. I see the sun rise every time you rise. All the nights, all the fights when nobody apologizes. Tears away, had us and part of our soul died. God placed you for a reason. Who am I to question why? We can get this train back on track. If we try, we go to bed mad, not knowing if tomorrow is a goodbye. Over conversations heated like the days of July. I'm human, so I'm going to make mistakes. I wouldn't know what I want if it wasn't for heartbreaks. I see your future when I look in your face But you don't want to be bothered So I give you your space Just believe in me and have faith in me And I can turn all the dreams into reality But still, I'm running the race I'm not destined to win Mentally exhausted before the drama begins Damn I'm not perfect by any means And when I see you I see your future I see your future I just want you to love me Just love me. Unconditional. I just want you to love me. Unconditional. Just love me. Unconditional. Damn. No, I'm not perfect. No, no. made my mistakes. No, all I want is love unconditional. Love unconditional. I don't deserve it. No. Locked in with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The Hype 87.3.